0: Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy.
2: Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Saturday morning. Max, what's going on?
3: Hey, nothing much, man. Just another bagel Saturday uh, for those of you guys... uh, See, we're in Discord. Should I go back to the bagel store parking lot and do the show from there? I mean, um, we've had no technical issues as of late, so let's add that fucking variable to the mix and and do a show live from the fucking parking lot of... uh, of the best bagel place in new jersey um that's that's actually i think it's it's called like the best bagels or some shit like that anyway uh yeah it's saturday we got lots of nba games lots of nhl like full slate of fucking sports betting for today so i'm excited to see what one sex panther has for us today
4: uh i got plenty of bets but as for you know banter Coming up a little dry, and, and talking about uh, you know not having any technical issues, we take care of the technical issues pre-show. It's not been smooth sailing getting it started, but once Arch hits record, we seem to be doing all right. Yeah, it's working fine. I'm I'm happy with Discord right now.
2: No complaints. No no connection issues. Fingers crossed that it stays that way for at least you know for at least for less, maybe a month. Let's just let's go one month. Oh uh,
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: Like,
3: can you get a you, and it was going to be a bad joke and you cut you cut it off it was probably for the better it was probably better that you cut off that bad joke i was about to make go ahead panther go ahead
4: <laughs> well i was going to say there actually is a chance that this actually gets really good on my end um looking at a different route that they're going to put me on which means i would be recording from home every single morning oh there you go i thought you might be driving to washington dc i didn't know so <laughs> no no i don't know i don't know if they pay me enough for that
2: <laughs> oh man well good yeah we're glad we're glad that you are gonna be recording from home fingers crossed that you get that new route we'll see what happens all right what is going to happen with lebron we were talking about that max you alluded to something that was happening
3: yeah let me pull up this article real quick it's uh talking about lebron and you know he's i don't know um He's a very quiet guy, doesn't really say a lot on social media, doesn't like like to throw shade at people. So it's 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 hard to understand why the media and, and us podcasters would read into something that he says. But anyway, um, w- when he said that uh, I'm going to finish my career with my son, I don't know how other to take that than whatever team drafts Bronny. Uh, probably some team in Europe or China, that uh, LeBron's going to go play with him, right? I mean, that's that's how I read that. But anyway, uh, LeBron wanted to clear the air and says, see myself with Los Angeles Lakers as long as I can play. Uh, so question number one, I, 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 there's a slew of stuff in here, but I'll just throw this question out here. Did he just
4: force the Lakers to draft Bronny? Yeah, I, possibly. Yeah. Or, or, or force the Lakers to trade LeBron. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, how else can I mean, you read that? I mean, those two sentences, those two statements he's made those are not unlinked, are they? Are they just two separate statements that have nothing to do with each other?
3: It's it's hard to know with this fucking guy. I mean, he's um he's been the model of goddamn consistency with everything he says. He never fucking backtracks. I mean, this motherfucker's got a career in politics ahead of him. I swear to fucking Christ. He's got a career in politics because he will say one thing. Fuel the room, and like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I meant this. <laughs> he's continually doing that. It's so fucking frustrating for the greatest player that we've ever seen. For the greatest thing since sliced bread on this fucking earth. Get this type of consistency from this man. It's it, it, like, l- let me read some of this real quick. Um, I gotta scroll down here. Where he's talking about, uh, not push buttons. They asked for my opinion, and I voiced my opinion and what I believe, but I don't press any buttons. That's what our front office is for, and that's what our leadership group is for. Okay, so uh, getting Kevin Love to the, to the Cavs, that that wasn't pushing buttons. No. Getting Anthony Davis to the Lakers, that, that wasn't pushing buttons. No. Get, getting Russell Westbrook to the Lakers, and, and, and how well that's turned out, that wasn't pushing buttons? No, okay. All right, fine.
4: He's a great politician and he's a great general manager. I mean, the success just follows him (laughs) everywhere he goes. (laughs) It's amazing. Some of these teams have actually rebounded from the fuckery he's brought. The Miami is highly successful. Now Cleveland looks like they're well on their way. And the Lakers, I mean, what are they? Five years away from being able to start over once they get rid of LeBron. It's, it's interesting. He keeps talking about the brawny thing. So he's 37. And Bronny's 17. He's only a junior. So he still has one more high school year, at least one more uh college year. Or did they go to the two? I think it's just one. You can be one and done. One and done. But uh yeah, so he's going to be 40 years old before he even gets his uh you know, I'm going to play with Bronny wherever he goes, I'll go. It's not for me- you know, forget what he said at All-Star weekend. So uh I- it's it's almost feels like it's um lamar right lamar ball with his bullshit with his kids it it really reeks and smells like Le- lamar or lavar here with uh what lebron's saying just i'm so sick of this guy i'm ready for him to retire
3: i, I
1: really don't yeah
3: it might be a while um so uh, I, uh, he, I'm sorry, he, he, I'm, I'm over at ESPN and I'm just skimming through this because I was trying to find a specific part about it, but uh, to, uh, he, apparently um, backtracking, not backtracking per se, but um, you know, massaging his message about um, the general manager of OKC. Uh, if I comment or compliment the GM that's in OKC, I really believe he's done a phenomenal job and you guys spin that to me saying that Rob is not doing a great job. And if I say the GM from the Rams, I loved his fucking T-shirt. I thought it was dope, and I believe the same way. I don't care about picks. I care about winning championships. Well, how is the how is that directed at Rob in the Lakers franchise? Rob has done the same thing. He went and got AD. He didn't care about picks as well, obviously. But taking into context of what happened at the trade deadline where uh, Rob Polanka was not willing to give up picks to Houston to trade Westbrook to Houston to get John Wall uh, – who I believe would probably be a little bit better of a fit for that Lakers team than Westbrook. I, I don't know if it pushes them over the top and championship and, and pushes them in the West, but, but I mean, download and listen to whatever fucking episode that it was when, when that, when that trade went down. I remember, remember originally they had a deal with Sacramento and I was like, Oh man, that's a good fucking deal. Like, right? uh, Were they supposed to get buddy originally? healed originally? Yeah. I was like, Oh man, that great fucking fit. That's exactly what that team needs. And then it's like, no, nah, that changed for Russell Westbrook. And me and Panther are like, what the fuck?
4: And that's how it's turned out. Yeah, I had the makings of an absolute disaster. And and it makes us look like absolute geniuses. Uh, maybe you can throw, throw the Laker G. I'm under the bus. But I'm definitely throwing Le- uh, LeBron under the bus because uh, that, that was never going to work. You just can't have that. There's not enough basketballs with that many ball handlers. And uh, it'd be... In Westbrook's best interest, he's held his head up. Uh, I'll give it to Russ. He He's actually held his head up and you know, doing the pat on the back and we can do this and cheerleader, but uh, definitely would be in his best interest to get the hell out of there. How old is Westbrook? What's his contract? Well, uh, Westbrook, he's
3: um, got to be, what, 34?
2: Okay, so he's still got some years left on him. Okay. I think so. It just feels
3: uh, like, I mean, like he's been around pull forever. His contract. It, it does feel like he's been around forever. Uh, he is 33, yeah. It's 33. I want to see his contract though, um, because I mean he's 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 got a mass, like he he's got a a fucking boondoggle of a contract. I think for a few more years. <laughs> um, oh no! Look at that. L- wow, he's actually going to be a popular player next year. Uh, he's only got one more deal left, uh, one more year left on his deal. Hmm. It's 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 for forty-seven million dollars. So an expiring contract, forty-seven million. Oh man, that's that's going to be a uh, that's going to be tempting for a team next year. I bet you the Knicks. I bet you the Knicks bite on that. We were kind of talking about that, uh, possibly like a, a Kemba Walker going to the Lakers, and uh, well, I guess both of them would be expiring contracts. So um, it could be it could be interesting. Let's see that happen. about um, forty forty seven million dollars on the books next year for for uh, Westbrook, and you know, my, my hope of of course, my hope is that he does get traded, and I think he will because we talked about this previous on the show. If he does. He signed a five-year deal in 2018 with uh, OKC. If he plays for another team next year, he'll have played out this contract each year on a different team.
4: <laughs> I just can't help to hark-, hark him back to yesterday's show. He's $2 million away from being in Matt Ryan territory.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. He's, a, he's Matty Ice. I, I, again, it, it, last year, Westbrook was in the MVP conversation. Was he not like the the way that he was playing and the way that he and Bradley Beal played last year? Uh, he averaged triple double again, right? I think last yeah. year, uh, yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's just just kind of shrug our shoulders at that because that happened all the fucking time, right? That happens, right? That, uh, Panther, name all the players that are averaging triple doubles in the league right now. All of them.
4: All of them right now? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you calculator.
3: Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, you def- zero? Definitely the Panther calculator, <laughs> by the way. He's going to push all those buttons. Zero. Yeah, right. And uh, before Russell Westbrook, uh, how many times has it happened before? One. One. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bad fit for Westbrook. I think uh, he's definitely going to move on from the Lakers. But, but for the Lakers themselves, they got to be looking at LeBron. It's like, yeah, he got us the title. <laughs> I mean, is he bringing extra revenue to the team? Probably. Right. But I mean, is he worth the fucking headache? Because I mean, to me, I'm 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 looking at this and uh, I I've the um the old Dodgers mentality, right? Like you get rid of a player uh, a year too early, then a year too late. I say blow it all up. Imagine what you could get for LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And I don't know, like, I'll have to check if LeBron has like a fucking no trade. Do they? Have, they've got no trade contract uh, uh, clauses in in NBA, right? Yeah, they can have that.
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, is they got the uh, the bird clause, right? Five and ten, uh, but. And since he has he's been on a different team every year, I don't think uh, no Russ Russ can do anything, and LeBron hasn't been there five years. Nobody in the league currently has a no trade clause,
3: not even LeBron, Steph Curry, or Giannis. Wow, that's that's interesting. I I mean, most of these guys are doing like those one year, like they have the. Uh, I think that's probably it, right? They have those deals that are like five-year deals, but they can opt out every single fucking year, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that is a power play by the players. If you think about it, like the star players, like they they can, you know, they they have the opt-in option. Um, yeah, it's I, I after they they lost to the Clippers last night, right? Uh, that, that's uh, the fucking again. They keep, continue to lose to the Clippers. So if I'm looking at the standings right now, I'm trying to pull these up real quick. Uh, the Lakers are currently ninth. Twenty-seven and thirty-two this year. I mean, he, he he's going on record. Right it's like ah, I wish we had better cohesion because of injuries. Yada yada yada. But still, how are you like two and a half games behind the goddamn Clippers who haven't had Paul George and Kawhi Leonard all year?
4: You know, it's, he, it's astounding. Yeah, well, he traded away all that depth to get you know get Anthony Davis. I mean, we. We're beating a dead horse here, but could you imagine if you had the Lakers had Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, D'Lo, Lonzo Ball? I mean the the number of players and the quality players that he chased out of there. The Lakers in this situation because of LeBron and listening to his infinite GM wisdom.
3: Hmm. That's it's just if without these playing games, they they would not be in the playoffs
4: right now. They'd be the ninth seed. Uh, I mean. No. Yeah, uh, they got one way back the the Year. They're not even in at all. They're what two and a half games out of even making the playoffs. They're completely out. I'm looking at
3: this, and 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 Arch, maybe uh, y- you have an opinion here. Is, you know, I thought I liked the idea of the playing games, but right now, Portland, the Lakers, Atlanta, and Charlotte uh, would, would be be those teams. And I I actually don't mind the East. The East, like Atlanta. 28-31, Charlotte and thirty, thirty-one. Still, they're under five hundred teams that are going to be making these playing games. I mean, I don't, I don't like this. Like, I'm, I'm looking at this. I don't think the Lakers or Portland deserve to fucking make these playoffs. You know, even in a playing game. Um, man, uh, I, I thought I liked it, but I'm looking at this now, and I don't know. I don't think so.
2: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. Crea- well, especially in the West, you, you have a hard time convincing me that uh, twenty-four and thirty-six. You know, as you sit right now. Is a playoff caliber team. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You're telling me the Pelicans winning, what What are they? Uh, they're 24 36 as well. Yeah. Uh, basketball reference has them projected out to be like 33 and maybe like 34 and 48. And it's like, that's a playoff team. Yeah. Come yeah. on.
3: I, I do have to give a shout out to Joey Morales' uh, Spurs. They got a plus 0.3 point differential on the season. Oh. Yeah. Yeah which is significantly better than the Lakers, by the way. <laughs> Unbelievable.
4: Popovich is like the NBA version of Belichick. You just can't, you just can't bet against that guy. Uh,
3: what, what do you think about these playing games real quick, Panther? I mean, uh, knowing that Portland at 25 and 35 is in there. Lakers at 27 and 32 are in there. Um, not good,
4: right? It's not good. But I, I get what they're doing, right? Like more more games, more teams is better. It gives the fans a rooting interest. You know, hey, we made the playoffs. But when you're looking at this going 10, 12, 40, I mean, good God, Sacramento at 22 and 39 is only three and a half games out <laughs> from the playoffs. <laughs> and that's, these are not playoff teams by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, you know, NBA, more is better. And, and you're hearing Major League Baseball flirting with it the nfl's expanded i wouldn't be surprised if they expand one more um that's the direction they're going like hey 50 percent. well shit nba it's almost like 60 percent of the teams make the playoffs and that, that's just yeah. too many it makes the regular season not worth anything that's like, right yeah.
2: yeah you're turning the regular season into a preseason
3: exactly. and exactly it, it's, it, it's the combat the uh tank tanking right because i mean right now if you look at it um uh there are one two three for, I'll say five teams that, no, I, I, myth. Even the, thund, even the Thunder uh, fucking 19 wins have a chance to make the playoffs. Only six games back of Portland. So I'm just, but uh, you know, I'll say it five teams that could just go into tank mode right now and, and the rest have a chance to make the playoffs. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the, the, the way of trying to come, combat tanking and have these teams be a little bit more competitive down the stretch. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. But you know what I do like, guys, is Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, OddsJam is an innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. fast as real-time data helps users like Panther, Arch, myself. Spot discrepancies between different sportsbooks place profitable bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch, just the smartest betting software on the market. You got to use the link in the description so they know you're an absolute degen. Get used to winning with OddsJam.
2: All right, NBA, what do you got, Max? Only
3: one. Uh, funny enough, I mean, uh, uh, Panther is going to get, per usual, Panther's got to carry this show. Like He's the MVP of the show. He's
2: the Westbrook?
3: He is the LeBron, actually. He's, he's the uh, self-proclaimed <laughs> greatest, like, great, greatest uh, sports betting
2: podcaster of all time. And last week he was the Anthony Davis. Yeah, because well, no, actually, I
3: was the Anthony Davis. Because well, no, he was hurting. He was hurting the show because of his injuries. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's a fair point. Uh, Memphis at Chicago. Uh, uh, I thought you were alluding to me missing some episodes, and it's that well, maybe that's LeBron too. Uh, Memphis lost two games in a row. Uh, Grizzlies now have to face off a red hot Bulls team. Uh, Chicago, they have won six in a row after beating Atlanta just a few days back. Uh, Bulls twenty four eight at home this year. They are tied right now with the Heat at the very, very tippy top of the East, that really competitive East. The Bulls are still in there. Uh, and you look at it and it's, it's their fucking offense, right? I, I, you know, It's astounding. They, they rank third in offensive efficiency, seventh in points per game, fourth in effective field goal percentage. This is a legit offense. And they haven't been healthy for about, what, a month? So scary, scary stuff. Uh, for their part, Memphis is, I'd say, arguably, uh, what, top three? top three best defensive teams in the league. Uh, you know, they, they do well with the defensive efficiency. They lead the league in blocks. They lead the league in steals. This is a tough fucking defense. So if you look at it on, on, on paper, right, this is a good battle. This is two different style teams going at it, and I think it's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, I lost betting on Memphis two days ago. I am absolutely worried that the the Bulls are kind of on the verge of kicking it up a notch playing like they were earlier in the season. Once they get Lonzo ball back in there, I think Caruso is going to come back at some point. I think this is this team's going to be like running on all cylinders, but for tonight, I still think the value is on Memphis here. So, $10 money line bet on the Grizzle.
4: I'm very familiar with that game uh, against Minnesota a couple days ago because we've drawn it together and uh, M- Memphis, you know, you look through their schedule, you look at their recency. Um, they're really, really good against the average teams, the sucky teams, but they start to have a little struggle with the elite teams, the Phoenixes, the golden States. And I'm going to put Chicago there. Chicago at 24 and eight at home, they had one hell of a winning streak going into the break. They came out of the break and beat Atlanta. This is a team that, you know, as you mentioned, is missing a couple pieces, but they have found a rhythm uh, with Desunmo as their point guard, filling in for Lonzo Ball, and uh, all the other players do what they do. I just—it's hard for me to bet against Chicago at home. And it looks like I only have to give up one point now. I'll trust the Bulls at home. Put ten bucks on Chicago. All right.
2: Touch in man i don't like this one I'm, I'm leaning memphis here but i don't like the way the line all of a sudden started to shift with a memphis being plus two not feeling that at all so i fear panthers on the right side of things uh but i'm still leaning memphis here not touching this game
3: why do you fear that i mean you know, are you saying that you like me better i appreciate that no, that was
2: more my lean was that's what i thought was gonna happen i still like being right even if i'm not betting the game
3: okay that's it for me panther you got a couple more right
4: yeah let's take two more here let's take a look at toronto going to atlanta toronto fresh off that asphalt oh, god
3: <laughs> damn it <laughs> <laughs> like, no,
4: damn it. Sure. You know, one twenty-five to ninety-three does not tell you how bad that game. Was. It was not even that close. <laughs> oh no, it was not. It wasn't even that close. I don't know what's going on with Toronto. There was a time where this was a team you didn't want to play. They were playing really good, both sides of the ball. And now, you know, they head into the break. They they lost two of their last three. They come out of the break. They get bitch slapped by a Hornets team that's barely mediocre. Uh, they're going to Atlanta who's got their own injury problems. No John Collins, no Lou Williams, Deandre Hunter pops up on the injury list here, but I still think Atlanta at home. Um, I think they can do it. I don't, I just got too many questions about Toronto right now. So, uh, I'll bet Atlanta here lay the two and a half points. Yeah, moral support here.
3: Well, I'm a yeah, two and a half. No, no, a two and a half. I'd lean Toronto. I I, I saw this at the, uh, two, so I mean, if it's, it's shifting, up, uh, yeah, i from yeah. I got Atlanta winning this game by two points. Yeah, it's a fucking close one. Uh, I'll lean Atlanta if it's two. I'll lean Toronto if it's two and a half.
2: Yeesh, that's that is close, <laughs> man. I'm with you, Panther. I'm leaning Atlanta here. Couldn't quite couldn't quite get over the hump though, man. It's close, but I do think you're going to be on the right side of things. I think they win
4: by maybe three. Uh, That's a win. (laughs) (laughs) One more game for me. Let's take a look at Brooklyn going to Milwaukee. You know how much I love betting on the Bucks, but I you know I talked on one of those Sunday shows with Saxie that there's some teams that you can fade, you can make some money by not necessarily betting on teams, but fading other teams, and Brooklyn is sure as hellfire one of those damn teams. They can't put together a couple wins to save their lives. Uh, fresh off that, what, 23-point beating to Boston? I don't see them hitting the road and keeping it within double digits against Milwaukee. This line just keeps getting worse. I don't know if I can still get it at 9 or not, but uh, and now I'm seeing it at 10. But I, if I can get 9, give me 10 bucks on the Bucs. You'd like to think with Kyrie
3: playing, uh, I'm assuming he's playing, uh, he's eligible to play, whether he actually plays or is mentally capable of playing or or has enough sage to burn in the locker room. I'm not sure. You would think that they can kind of keep it closer than than double digits. I, I, I'm going to lean Brooklyn here. I You know, Milwaukee loves to show up and flex against really good teams. Maybe, maybe they, if Kyrie's out there, they want to, you know, kind of embarrass him like the Celtics did. Uh, Well, Kyrie wasn't out there the other night, but, you know, um, embarrassing, like, you know, a quote unquote uh, uh, competitor, if you will. Uh, But I think, I think Brooklyn keep this close. A lean on the Nets.
2: Yeah. 10 points. It seems like too many. Even for the Nets, even in free fall, I think the Nets can keep it within 10 points. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Nets. Sorry, Panther. I'm on the other side.
4: That's all right. I, I get it. You like your points. Uh that that's all I've got for the association.
2: All right. Well, we're gonna scroll up just a little bit. We're looking at the Spurs going to Miami. I have Miami giving them an absolute beat down. Eight and a half. It's a little more than I kinda of want to give up, but I still think they cover it. So I'm gonna put 10 bucks on the heat.
3: I you know, I I, I can't remember what I'm supposed to do here, uh, because I, I want I want the Spurs to win what I, I need them to win like four more games or something like that for me to hit the over on the spurs so am i supposed to bet the spurs no when i bet them they lose when i bet against i i don't know so i'm just going to stay off this one i will lean san antonio and hope that doesn't screw over my my plan to for them to, to get their uh, season uh, win total over so yeah I, I, it's a, i think it's a little bit too much but miami's miami should win right and um you know, I think at this stage in the game, if if teams are winning and they're the favorites, they, they tend to cover these big game, you know, spreads. So
4: but a lean on San Antonio. Yeah, this was a tough one for me. I've been making some money off of Miami, but San Antonio has been playing really good basketball, won four of the last five, but they're fresh off that double overtime win last night, of which they put up 157 mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. This might sound crazy, but I think San Antonio has the higher offensive upside uh, as opposed to Miami, but Miami plays such incredibly good defense. It's just kind of strength versus strength. I couldn't get there. I like Miami for the win, but I think I agree with Arch in the eight and a half, the eight and a half here. Well, no, he likes Miami, minus eight and a half. I think I like San Antonio with the eight and a half. So uh, i lean on the Spurs.
2: All right. One last game. Back to what I'd like to do. Kings are playing the Nuggets. Um, Kings are now plus eight. I still think that's, uh, that's just a touch too many points here. So I'm going to take the Kings plus eight. They're not going to win, but they're going to keep it close. I have Denver winning exactly by eight. Oh, so
3: I mean, <laughs> lean Denver, lean Sacramento. I don't, I don't. Know. Well, you only um, can
2: get se- you can get seven and a half, so you should bet Denver. Let's do it.
3: Oh, okay, great. No, um, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm good. I'll, I- I'll lean the Nuggets here.
4: I wonder, do they just take the same plane together when they do this? Because they just played uh, each other in Sacramento two days ago. Now we're both going to jump on a plane and go to Denver and do it all over again. I always leave myself scratching my head when the NBA does their schedule. But Denver beat them by, uh, what, 18 points just two days ago. I think Denver probably can do it again at home. But I think back-to-backs, I really don't like betting them. So I'll lean on Denver. All right.
2: That is all I've got in the NBA. So we are shooting over to the ice. It's going to take a while.
3: i got three games. Panthers
2: got three games. We'll see if there's actually any overlap. I
3: I hope we do overlap. You've been doing well. Uh, A 40-minute Saturday show, Arch. Are you ready? Yeah,
2: that's what I said we should do. Five Uh, hours of sleep, 40-minute show. Let's do it. Yeah,
3: all right. Uh, Then I'll I'll speak very, very slowly here. As I talk about Colorado and Vegas, uh, Avalanche, back on the road. They took a quick stop at home yesterday, uh, easily beat up on Arch's Jets. Now heading to Vegas, take on Panthers, Golden Knights, a team that's been slumping a lot lately. Um, they have lost four of their last five games, including a 2-0 loss to the Avalanche about ten days ago. This is going to actually be their final regular season matchup between these teams, uh, heading into the final two months of the season. It does look like Colorado is the team to beat in the West, while Vegas is is just not right. Uh, in the in, in the past, you know, uh, getting Vegas with a plus line uh, would at home would be tempting.
4: Not so much right now. Uh, $10 bet on Colorado. Yeah, th- this one, I when I saw it an hour ago, I saw like minus 145. Like, Why in the hell? Uh, I'm seeing it at minus 160 now, so it feels better getting worse. But th- this Vegas team, um, it cannot possibly have been Mac- Mark Andrew Fleury that was the reason for their success. Because right now, they can't score. has nothing to do with the goaltender. And they can't stop anybody from scoring. They lost to the fucking Coyotes yeah I'm, I'm gonna judge anybody that loses to arizona that's just embarrassing Colorado is gonna put up way more goals I, this minus 160 just feels like it, it's maybe trappish vegas is not playing well but i'll jump into it with you max uh 10 bucks on colorado
2: hard to argue a minus 152 that it's not not a steal you're getting here so mm. <laughs> let's do it let's turn the keys on colorado all right
3: uh minnesota and calgary next one up for me uh, i've made money on the wild in my history of nhl betting if you've downloaded and listened to literally every single episode dating back for a few years you know uh minnesota is one of those teams that uh, i've been making money on um the opposite side of them today though i know calgary coming off of that no show against the canucks a few days back but prior to that flames were the absolute hottest team in the nhl minnesota slumping uh it's hard to uh it's hard to imagine that the team that was so dominant on the road for a stretch. You know, the, the biggest criticism of Minnesota is like, oh, they can win at home, they can't win on the road. And then this season they come out firing on the road. Well, it's it's gone. That road dominance this year, not there anymore. I think the Flames bounce
4: back, get the win today. Ten dollar bet on Calgary. Yeah, complete agreement here. And part of Minnesota's problem is their defense, they just can't stop anybody from scoring. Uh lost four of their last five. You know that game against Vancouver for Calgary, I'll just call that a fluke or whatever. Seven to one. It just at that time, you just what, pull pull your starters and let let that happen. But Calgary is just unbelievable at home. Fourteen and four at the friendly confines. Minnesota had that great road record, but it's you know kind of coming back down to five hundred because of these losses that are mounting. Uh, so yeah, I, I like Calgary. This wasn't a game that I wrote down uh, or embedding. So just tons of moral support on the Flames. Yeah, minus 143 is what you're getting now?
2: It's gotta be what's your ceiling on this one?
3: Uh I think I'm past my ceiling. Oh, okay. Honestly. Okay. Uh I'm no, I'm right at my ceiling. Like I have I have 59%. Okay. Like, I mean I'm I'm right, I'm right at my ceiling here. I don't I don't have much more wiggle room uh to go with
2: this. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right.
3: Yeah. And and honestly, everything's split on this one. Like uh it seems like uh money in public, you know, it's 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 like a fifty fifty game with you mm. so um I don't know. Uh, last one up for me. Let's talk the Islanders and the Kings. Uh, Kings have won four in a row, sitting just three points behind Calgary for the top of the Pacific. Let's just pause there for a second and say the Los Angeles Kings are three points from being the top seed in the Pacific. Astounding. Fucking astounding. The Islanders suck. So, yeah, I'm actually worried that this line is so low. What was this at right now? Minus
2: 122.
3: Yeah, that, that's... that's uh, that's, that's looking a little trappish, isn't it? That's that's not good. Uh, teams played about a month ago. The Islanders uh, kept it close, but th- did I mention that the Islanders suck? I, I Yeah, it's, it's it's a trap. I'm sure I'm jumping into it, but LA, uh, LA's got to grab this win here. $10 bet on the Kings.
4: Yeah, every indicator here that you're looking at says the Kings are the play, but minus 125 was absolutely enough to spook me away from this game. Uh, it almost feels like Islanders is... Vegas is telling you to take the Islanders. Uh I'll lane the Kings, but I'm not betting this one.
2: Yeah, I think this is I think you scared me off. You scared me straight.
4: You know, honestly, I'm looking at it, and
3: these teams do match up pretty well. Like I'm looking at my implied probability of it, and it's, it's honestly it is one twenty five. Like that's hmm. the number I okay. am coming okay. up with. So I mean, like, I'm not I just I'm shocked. (laughs) I'm shocked that it's like Vegas isn't setting this line at worse. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I have the the implied probability there, I'd expect Vegas to set this at worse. So it's probably something up. Uh, That's it for me. Panther. What
4: else you got? I still got two more. Let's take a look at the Rangers going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh just cannot get out of their own way right now. And you'll give them a pass when you lose to Toronto or you lose to Carolina. But when you get slapped with a big fucking fish by the New Jersey Devils, six to one on your home ice, I can't look past that. This Rangers team, not an explosive team, but a very elite uh, goaltending team. They, They play elite defense. Pittsburgh's been struggling to score. Rangers are great at keeping teams to score. I'm going to take that healthy plus line, put 10 bucks on the Rangers.
3: Looking just at implied probability here, I would say that the value play is the Rangers. Looking at everything else, I just don't want to touch this one. Uh, line getting significantly worse for Pittsburgh. Money is absolutely hammering them. The public is all over the Rangers here. There's a lot of signs that say that uh, Pittsburgh should win this one. Um I have them winning it about fifty six, fifty seven percent of the time. Uh, so again, like you know, they're asking too much. I feel, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think Pittsburgh wins. I- I'll lean the
2: Penguins here. Yeah, I like where you're at, Panther. That plus one forty five. I-, I know it's moving the wrong direction. It looks like Pittsburgh's probably going to win, but damn, a minus one forty or plus one forty five is nice. I would probably be on that too.
4: Cool, cool. One more underdog for me. Let's take a look at the game of the night. Montreal going to Ottawa. Hmm. Who doesn't want to stay up late and watch this game? Montreal, (laughs) four games in a row. They're actually playing really good. They beat St. Louis. They beat the Islanders. They beat Toronto. You don't get much for beating Buffalo, but they're playing really good hockey right now. Ottawa, I mean, they played like they played all season. they won or lost two of their last three, three of their last five snuck in some wins against Minnesota and Buffalo. But I don't like Ottawa at home. I like the way Montreal is playing, even though they're away. Listen, the road record is probably the worst in the league. Maybe Baskin for 4-16-6 away from Montreal. But against Ottawa, again, it's a, just too much of a plus line for me to ignore. I'll put 10 bucks on the Canadians. I
3: I don't hate the play. I don't love the play, but I I don't hate the play. Um, I do think Ottawa should win this one. Um, Looking at uh, the, the money is hammering Montreal. Is that line getting better for them, though? Yes. Yeah, it's weird. So I, I don't know if it's like a timing thing where maybe like the money is just coming in because the line was getting worse and then we'll see a rebound or something. Like that. I would keep an eye out on this one. We don't have that opportunity at nine fucking 30 in the morning on a Saturday. So uh, I'm just going to lean Ottawa here, uh, but it's too chalky to fucking bet them. So, yeah. Uh, Honestly, it, I just, don't know. Good. Yeah, go good. No, I was going to say this is going to be a stinker of a game. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know which way to play, which side to go in this one. Honest to God, I I guess Ottawa maybe I, I mean, I'm looking at the way the line shifts and that tells me Ottawa, but Jesus, at the plus 150 minus 165, I'm, I'm stuck, I honestly don't know. I see value on mm-hmm. both sides, so I'm not going to lie. So I guess I'll lean Montreal, I guess, with that my plus 150, but man, I'd stay away from this game. I would, yeah, I mean, again, like I, I'm, I have Ottawa
3: winning 60 percent of the time. It's, it's close enough to even trigger a bet, but not. not- no, no fucking way! Panthers it I, got I Ottawa at
2: minus one seventy seven, and we're getting to minus one sixty five. What is going on here? Yeah,
3: this is crazy. And uh, like I'm saying, like single digit money is hitting Ottawa from what I can see.
2: Yeah,
3: and it's getting worse for them. Ah, uh, that's bizarre.
2: Panther, you're, you're like one of those pigs that sniff out truffles. You just find problems <laughs> wherever you go. <laughs>
4: But the details of our banter, and I thought, hey, what's better to talk about than LeBron James and then two Canadian hockey teams that suck?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. we got a couple comments to get through real quick. Uh, Big Daddy says, thanks. You mentioned oh, it I did. I did. I did. Uh, Big Daddy says he's taking the grizzle money line, Spurs, plus all the points, Panthers, Colorado right I mean, Avalanche money line. Okay.
3: Uh, he's all- Florida ones is a weird one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed- Edmondson? I don't. I don't like that one. Great. A little too much talk.
2: This, uh, yeah, I think so. Football, MLS action. Dallas FC money line. Austin FC money line. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, message retracted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I sometimes say things on the show and wish I could say message retracted. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I wish I could do
2: edit that, edit that out. Edit yeah. that. Iceberg says, hey. Oh good.
4: Well, I I can't retract mine because if I screw up, Max makes a point to double down and make sure everybody heard it and pointed out for Saxy. So I can't retract shit.
2: It's true. <laughs> Max sends his notes over to Saxy at the end of the, at the end of the show. <laughs> <sighs> With timestamps, Florida money line iceberg says,
3: I, I, "Okay, it's it's yeah, I think it's too much."
2: Okay, and the chicken chip play of the day is uh, oh uh, New York Islanders plus one and a half and Montreal plus one and a half.
3: Okay.
4: Little
3: support. Probably no. I don't think you're getting a plus line on Montreal with the plus one and a half. You're probably eating a little bit there, but I don't hate that one. I I, I, the Montreal plus one and a half. It's just that's probably a good play. Um, And maybe the Islanders too. Yeah, I don't hate those. I I, I just I think you're paying a little too much. Like you're you're sacrificing some value there. Um, I. if, if if that if, if the money wasn't hammering Montreal and the thing didn't look weird, I I would say that Montreal's probably a value play. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good, uh, two good chicken shit plays. I agree. There you
2: go. <laughs> All right, we talked about LeBron. We talked about the NBA. We talked about the NHL Max. That is it.
3: I talked about LeBron way too fucking much. I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, download the Degens app for Android, iOS. Let's not think about our picture picks, anyone speaks over on Twitter app. Betting absolute, no matter where you lose that. Please, highest rating. Come subscribe,
4: download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Don't blame the NFL. They don't give us something to talk about. We end up with a couple of pond. It's the no-fun leaks fall. Let's get out of here with the Panther parlay. I'm on those Atlanta Hawks, the Chicago Bulls, and something that you almost never see: a kiss of death in hockey, the Colorado Avalanche. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. Then uh, you can hang out with us on Facebook, mostly Twitter, give us a shout out, call us out by name, we'll holler back, but most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all, make some money, fools.
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.